Have you ever wondered what makes bodies tick? Are you creating the sexual reality you desire and require? Would you like to know more about what else is possible with bodies? What if your fantasies are not as strange as you thought they were? What if you could learn to be kinder to your body and kinder to others' bodies? Would you like to create confidence in the bedroom and beyond? How has your sex life or lack of it affected other areas of your life? Have you lost your mojo and wondered where to find it? Everyone has the potency to be a sexual superhero. Get ready to listen, sense, and play with the sexualness that is you. Now, here is the host of The Pleasure Zone, Body Whisperer, Melitza Yelenich. Hello, everybody. Welcome to The Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Melitza Yelenich. And for those of you who are brand new to this program, welcome. Um, this show, oftentimes we talk a lot about sex and bodies, copulation, fun times, orgasms, all things naughty and nice and yummy and delicious. And one of the things um, that I'm aware of is that a lot of times people aren't willing to ask for what they would truly like. So this episode is going to be dedicated to all the things we could really be asking for. And how do we actually do that? So I have some tips and tools for you guys, and I'm so glad that you're on um, willing to play, listen, and maybe even try out some of the tips and tools. So before we get into the show too deeply, I just wanted to let you guys know a little bit about myself. So I'm a great Canadian girl living up in northern, well, actually I live in eastern Ontario, but to some people I live in northern Ontario, which is not true. And I have a little business outside of my house. Little as in my house is little, my business is awesome and is always looking to expand and grow. So I work on bodies. I do something called the mitzvah technique, which is a somatic body work that allows your body to have more ease through movement. And it goes literally from the inside of your body out. It's like having your body moved in such a way that then it just like puts it back into the place where it remembers having ease. And then the more you have it, the more your body is like, oh, that's where it uses. And it actually allows your body to train itself in a way to have more ease. It's phenomenal work. And I love, love, love uh, being able to offer it up to the world, to bodies. Um, and so what else do I do? I've been doing energy work. And I want to say this because soon it's going to be my 20th anniversary for doing energy work publicly uh, with clients. So 2017 is my 20th anniversary, and that's coming up real soon and around the corner for those of you listening to this episode live tonight. I'm very excited for that, and I'm going to be having a lot of crazy, amazing special offers available um, through... Uh, my mailing list. So if you're not part of my mailing list and you'd like to be and you'd like to see some of the special offers that will be available online, they'll be available in person um, for sessions as well. If you're really looking forward to checking out some of my fantastic special offers and I'm even like, wow, I'll get one of my own special offers. That's such a great deal. And I'm like, wait a minute, then I'll work on myself and I give myself money. That is so confusing, but okay, maybe that's possible. So um, if you are interested, please go to my website, MalitzaJelenic.com. So that's M-I-L-I-C-A-J-E-L-E-N-I-C.com. 
And you can find on there, you can find the place that you can add yourself to my newsletter. So in doing that, you are going to have um, the chance to get some really great deals. So, um, And you'll also get updates. I send out emails randomly um, to you about like all kinds of different things. My latest email was about gratitude, which got me onto the thought of asking for what we really truly desire. You know, it kind of um, does assist on the gratitude level to have things showing up that we actually desire having in our lives and also having gratitude for everything and anything um, as well, even if we're kind of like like bummed that, oh my God, that showed up. Oh my God, I have a goiter on my on my face. What the heck? Well, actually, you wouldn't have it on your face. You'd have it on your neck. But anyway, that is, may I digress into that for a second and then go back. So... <laughs> For those of you who um, would like to try something new, something cool, looking for some special offers, looking for some fun, um, if you didn't find my latest newsletter and you weren't on it, if you do get on it um, in the next few days by the 24th, you will actually receive a special offer for, I'm offering right now and from now until, so the 23rd, from now until December 23rd, the chance to purchase a two-for-one special with me, which will be valid for a year. So if you purchase it now, you can actually get two hours of sessions for $150. How does it get any better than that? Even I want to I wanna pay by my own two-for deal because it's awesome. So if you, um, again, those sessions can be available uh, in person if you'd like to come, and they're also available online. So if you're looking to have a session with me, and maybe you've already had sessions with me in the past, and you're like, dang, that's a deal. I'm getting that. Awesome. So, again, if you're not on my mailing list, sign up for it. Um, I will be you know, resending out uh, a reminder uh, for that. So, and if you are on my mailing list, you might have already had that. You might have ignored it. You might want to hear about it again. Send me a line. Drop me a line. Write to me on Facebook. You can send me an email at melitzajelinek at hotmail.com. I'll find it. I will write back to you. We can get those special twofers going for you. And what else is possible? I'm telling you, I got a million ideas for 2017, celebrating 20 years of putting out my shingle to the public and five years in access and five years of graduating mitzvah. Um, but there was five years of study before that, so really 10 years of mitzvah. But then again, there was like 10 years of other stuff before that that led up to the study. So uh, more like 20 years of mitzvah. So there you go. And so many other things. It's like a great celebration uh, for me. It's 20 years since I graduated university. I don't know. So many fun things um, to celebrate. And I'm very excited about it. And it's my first anniversary with my husband coming up. So I'm thrilled. Like there's so so many fun things to, to be celebrating um, to just have fun with life, right? So huh, how cool is that? So, for actually for my anniversary, I get to go on a little jaunt, which is super fun to me. Um, I got peeps looking after my house, I got peeps looking after my daughter, and I get to go on my honeymoon. So, how fun is that? I get to go on my honeymoon for my anniversary, and uh, I'm really thrilled because the day that my husband brought it up to me, I was literally going, wow, wouldn't it be really pretty to see such and such? 
But then he called me a few hours later and went, hey, do you want to do such and such? Exactly the thing that I was thinking about. I love the universe. Thank you, universe. Thank you, my husband, for picking up on the vibe. Um, so grateful. And, you know, that leads me into how do you how do you ask for what you really want? And sometimes, I'm telling you, sometimes it's not verbal. Sometimes it's not even uh, body language, you know. You can ask for things with body language just as much as you can ask for things um, verbally. And you can ask for things non-verbally. Sometimes pulling the energy and putting the thought out there will also um, allow the person to be aware that you're asking for something. So really fun, really loving that um, the universe absolutely conspires in your favor. So how does it do that? Oh, there's so many ways. So firstly, one of the things to work with on how to get what you really want and how to ask for what you really want is, hmm, how do you? You know what? Be really, really clear on what you desire. I was recently working with a woman. Um, She came for a private session and she first out of the gate, she said, I want a relationship where the guy wants to be with me 24 hours a day, close to me, do everything with me do everything and never leave my side. And I almost vomited on my shoe, although I wasn't wearing shoes, so the vomit would have looked like a shoe. And I went, oh, my God, really? Is that really what you desire? And then I described it to her. I said, okay, so what you're saying is you want somebody to be standing there while you take a crap, standing there while you're wiping your butt, standing there while you're cleaning something out of your nose, standing there while you're shaving your crotch. You want somebody to be there 24-7 and never leave your side. Ah, then she got, she's like, oh, no, maybe I don't. I said, oh, my God, you really got to be clear with the universe when you ask for stuff like this because you will get it. You will get the people who are never leaving you alone to go to the bathroom. You will get the people who are driving you up the fracking wall. Be clear on what you desire. If you truly desire that, I don't have a point of view. I was aware that actually wasn't what she desired. So, you know, really being clear on it. And then, so what is it you truly desire? In relationship, do you actually desire somebody who is with you 24 hours a day? Or do you desire somebody who would um, like to play more often and like to be you know, in in your presence, who yearns to be around you, who actually enjoys being around you. Like, that can be a lot of fun. Um, They may not have the yearning. They may have the, oh, you know what, I really enjoy your being around you. Um, I don't think my husband yearns for my presence, even when I'm gone. He's just like, hey, you're back. Cool. And I, I feel the same way. I'm like, hey, you're back. That's cool. Which is a lot different than what I've had uh, in the past. Um, You know, I've had relationships where even if I had gone out, say, for an event, um, I was with somebody once and I was doing a lot of corporate events at the time, doing tarot readings, which I still do. Um, And at the time I was doing a corporate event. It was a fabulous private party I was invited to. Uh, Like the mayor was there. There was like all these bigwigs there. I got to go to a lot of those and it was a lot of fun. So I'm out at this party having a fabulous time working, schmoozing. And the person I was with at the time 
is having a panic attack. Now, I didn't have a cell phone at the time, or if I did, I just, I wasn't paying attention to it. It was like 12 years ago or something, 10 years ago. I wasn't paying attention to my cell phone. It wasn't number one priority to me. My number one priority was to be present with the people that were in front of me, to have fun at the party, um, and to enjoy myself, right? And then to do my job well, and then to, you know, go home. Well, I was like two hours late. And, you know, I actually lived not even... Not even in uh, 10 minutes from the location of this event, I literally lived down the street from it, uh, which was unusual because I normally had events all over the city and sometimes I would drive for an hour and a half or two hours. So on this particular this particular event, um, the guy started going mental and he was looking for the... the um, he was looking for this the area. It looks like I'm having some troubles online, so when I'm, we're going to switch something up when we go to break. Um, so I get that when, at the time, he was actually trying to, uh, like, stalk me in a way, even though I was with him. Uh, so he showed up at the party, he created a bit of a scene. It was very unprofessional, uh, something I really wasn't interested in um being part of, and anyway, he was part of my life for a while, had a child with him. But um, at the time, I really, when I was asking for this relationship, I wanted somebody who would share time with me, uh, who would, somebody who would spend time with me, do things with me, and want to be around me, because the person I'd been with prior to that didn't. And so what I had asked the universe for was exactly what I got. And the thing is, I wasn't really aware of what I was asking for. So I really ask you to be clear and ask yourself, truly, is that what I desire? What is that? What is that truly? If I'm asking for that in a relationship, somebody to be around me all the time, somebody to this, somebody to that, really ask, is that what you truly desire? And sometimes you're actually in the thing that you truly desire. Um, you just might have created like a fantasy about what would be better you know, that grass being greener on the other side. You know, it's not always, and sometimes, it's not 99% of the time. And a lot of the time, if you really, really acknowledge what you truly desire, then you can start asking for it. Be really clear with that, though. So, again, like I was saying about that other uh, relationship with that woman, um, she's now more clear on that. So and I, I totally encourage you to continually ask, what is it I truly desire? So we're going to head to break, and when we come back, there's going to be more tips and tools on how to ask for what you truly desire. Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. Would you be willing to explore what has already been introduced as sexual practices on this planet? What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation. By tuning into The Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on A2Zen.fm.
What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world and to like yourself a lot more? Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer. It's about being the question, always. What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You. beingyouclass.com What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? beingyouclass.com This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call us in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255-TALK or Canada 613-800-8736 or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm You can also make the choice to ask for comment by email by sending to Melitza at melitzayelenich.com now, back to the program. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to The Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Milica Yelenich, and tonight our topic is how to ask for what you really want. You know, here we are. Um, for those of you listening live, we're listening in at, uh, you know, about a week before Christmas uh, for, you know, most people who are Christian celebrating um, Christmas. We're even like about a few days before Hanukkah this year that, you know, is being celebrated on December 24th for the day, first day, as far as I'm aware. Um, so it's kind of funny, uh, you know, and fun. It can be funny and fun to both ask now to start asking for what we truly desire. Kids are not afraid to do that, are they? You know, my daughter created this uh, great letter to Santa. Actually, she created one to Santa in school and then uh, she wrote another one uh, to Mrs. Claus because she felt that Mrs. Claus was feeling left out and maybe didn't get enough letters and maybe could use a little, you know, a boost or something. So she wrote this fabulous letter to Mrs. Claus. Absolutely loved it. It was like, dear Mrs. Claus, you must be really proud to be Santa's wife. Now, I'm wondering if there's a way that you can make presents show up faster and easier. And... <laughs> Side note, I talked to my daughter about uh, science and particle displacement and how that that's one way we could travel really fast is to like do particle displacement. So in her letter to Mrs. Claus, she asks actually if if that would be a possibility, if they could use particle displacement instead, um, that would give the reindeers a little bit of a break. Um, she was she was getting some really great solutions. And and in that letter too, you know, she was like willing to ask like if she could even assist, like could she do this or could she do that? And she did get a letter back from Mrs. Claus, which was really cute. Um, and Mrs. Claus said, yes, yeah, she was indeed proud and that they're going to just stick with reindeers for now. But if you don't ask, how are you going to ever know, right? So I, you know, at this time of year is to me such a great reminder of you know, and it's so funny because most people are like, this is the time for giving. And really, guys, what if it's the time for ramping up your receiving? Are you willing to ask, you know, are you willing to write that letter to Santa? Grown-ups out there, 
I challenge each and every one of you, dear Santa baby universe, this is what I desire. When was the last time you wrote a letter to Santa baby universe and asked for everything you desire? Because you know what? We usually make a little, this is what I'd like. This is, you know, maybe some of you have made vision boards. Um, Dear universe, dear Santa, can I please have my whatever? Dear Santa baby universe, I would really like, that's a new hashtag, that's right, Keisha. Dear hashtag Santa baby universe, what I would really like is to have a thriving, exponentially, exponentialized, larger business where I reach millions of people, where People are receiving change like in crazy awesome ways where there is ease of money for all of us involved and everybody on the planet. What if money didn't even exist, Santa Baby Universe? What else is possible where we could all just like have more ease and less stress? I'll take it. I'll have it. And I actually kind of felt like I could write this letter to, you know, Dear Santa because fuck, I'm ready for something different. I'm ready for more. I'm ready to see everybody on the planet have more of uh, ease if they desire it. And some people don't desire it. So be clear on what you're asking for, right? Some people say they desire ease, but then they actually don't. They thrive on stress and they thrive on um, all kinds of things. So is it truly what you desire or do you kind of thrive on on, uh, stress? Um, I like lots to do, but I don't say that it's it's stress to me. It's just I love having a million things uh, available for me to pick from, to choose from, to be able to play with and um, do. So, oh, universe, what else is possible? Dear universe, I love you. Now what else is possible? So, for you guys out there, if you think it's fun and a fun idea, please do send the universe a letter, you know, it's been a long freaking time, you know, and I wonder how fun it would be if we bombarded the postal systems of the world with letters to the universe, you know, I have a friend who gets letters from the universe, fuck it, let's send letters to the universe, dear universe, universe of the universe, and then the postal code or zip code will be universe, so, hmm, I don't. I'm not even going to put return addresses on it because the universe knows where it's supposed to go, and I think it would be extra freaking fun um, to have the universe respond, and to be willing to have communication with the universe and write to it. Uh, one of my episodes I did was on flirting with the universe, and what if we could write little love letters, letters of gratitude, let the universe know what you desire? Because you know what. Just like in anything, if if you desire something, say it's in a relationship and you desire um, more sex, more time together, more or space or whatever, you really can communicate it in different ways, energetically, verbally, physically, you can use body language, what else is possible, maybe now's the time to make a painting about it. Whatever works for you, what is your way to express this so that you can get it um, out of your head, out of your body, and know that the person is receiving it. So that's the other thing you can ask is, when you're asking for something, say of someone, oh, you, let's use my husband as an example. It's like, hey, honey, do you want to have sex? Not right now, honey, I'm cutting the lawn. Hey, honey, 
Do you want to have sex? Not right now, honey. I'm snow blowing the driveway. Hey, honey. Do you want... So sometimes he'll say no to me because, you know, he might actually be in the middle of snow blowing. And, and that actually, it's usually when he's doing stuff like that that I get extra turned on. Like, you know, he just took out the garbage or whatever. I'm like, God, that's sexy. Or, for example, he could be snow blowing and he's wearing his, like, great snow blowing suits. And I'm like, damn, that's sexy. Take off that snow blowing suit. You know, so asking for what you desire, I just totally was fantasizing there for a second. So thanks for joining me on that. Um, so, So asking for what you desire, you know, and being willing to receive no is really cool. You know, if you're if you're not willing to receive a no, then you're really not truly willing to ask with no point of view. So willing to receive no's, and if you're not willing to receive them, practice it up, because it can be fun. Hey, universe, can you have my lover bring me a Mercedes Benz, and, and I'd like a trip to Hawaii with my lover, and I would like uh, an extra $900,000 in my bank account just for cushion. Thank you, universe. How's it get any better than that? So, and if the universe is like, yeah, not today, it's like, cool, but I'm going to ask you for something else again, okay? So, so we tend to, you know, a lot of people will go into this crash mode. Um, they'll think that they're being rejected. Oh, the universe rejected me. Oh, so-and-so rejected me. What if you're not being rejected? What if it's just like, you know, you ask the universe for a Mercedes Benz, but it doesn't show up in that instant. What if the universe is conspiring to put everything in place for that Mercedes Benz to to show up? Your lover might be also conspiring to have, you know, the night of a, you know, the super night of fun, play, uh, joy, great food, sex, laughter, and slip sliding on you know, Missoula oil, they might be putting that together for you. And you didn't know that, but, you know, maybe they ran out of Missoula oil, so you got to wait until they go to the store and get the Missoula oil. Maybe they had a tummy ache, so they couldn't do the great food that night. So don't go automatically. This is key. Do not go automatically to, I must be being rejected by the universe, whoever, Santa, you're not being rejected. The universe may be conspiring to get everything in place for you to get everything you desire. Have you been a good girl? I don't care. It doesn't matter. The universe loves you anyway. So, guess what? The universe is conspiring to work in your favor to give you everything that will actually create the life that is totally expansive fun for you and be willing to ask and ask for more. So if you're not getting what you desire, what if you're actually not being a pain in the ass to the universe or somebody else? And are you willing to be a pain in the ass? Are you willing to be like, hey, um, okay, so you said no to sex because you were snow blowing. Okay, you said no to sex because you were uh, putting out the garbage. Okay, so um, I'm going to ask you again. Uh, I know you're in the middle of cooking um, and you got boiling water happening, but you want to have sex? So are you willing to just keep on freaking asking until the person's like, shut up, you're driving me crazy. You know, it's also their end to tell you when you got to stop asking. If they haven't told you to stop asking, God damn it, keep on asking. 
because eventually, eventually, some you'll get some response, a yes or a no. Something will change, but you know what? Until you, if you stop asking, nothing's going to change. Keep on asking, even if you drive in the universe or people crazy. Keep on asking. You know, I have a, a friend that I work with, and she's great at. Okay, we need this done. We need this. I'm like, awesome, because you know what? Sometimes I need a reminder. And no, you know, sometimes you might think, oh, that would drive a person crazy, but it actually can be motivating. So I'm just saying, maybe it's motivation, and maybe that person needs a little nudge, nudge, extra nudge, nudge to have a few extra thousand asks going on in their universe. So don't be shy. Keep on asking. Universe did not dole out 12 asks to you in a day and say, that's it, you're cut off. No, 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 no. Keep on asking. And you know what? It's not just to asking the universe. You can ask people. You can ask anything. You can ask pets. You, hey, pet, would you like to come and cuddle me? Not right now. I'm taking a poo. Hey, how about now? You know, keep asking because eventually, eventually, you'll get a response and it'll create change. And that's really what 99% of the time when you are having a deep burning desire to ask for something is that what you're really desiring is something to change. And so you might be like, hey, what I really want is uh, this relationship. But what you're really truly desiring is you're like really going, something's got to change. So being clear on what you desire doesn't mean that you have to be specific. I think that's where people tend to go, Bloppy and like a fish out of water and things go weird and then something dies. But it's more like if you can get clear on what it is, hey, you know what I desire? I desire ease. And there is nothing specific about how that ease is going to show up. Maybe you desire ease in your body and you've concluded, ah, romping and frolicking three times a day under the you know, once in my shower, once in my bed, and once on my kitchen counter. That will create ease in my body. Well, there's a conclusion of magnitude. So there, there is no, there's no reason why you would have to like limit yourself to how you can receive and where you can receive. And you know, oh, it can only be this many times, and ha- that is my way to have my ease. Be clear on what you desire. Do you desire ease in your body? Cool. Body, what would it take? And do not conclude that it's this, that, or the other thing, or it must be running because I haven't gone running, or it must be lifting weights because I haven't done that in a while, or it must be having sex because I... No, there's no must be, okay? Just keep on asking. Just because last week it was lifting weights doesn't mean that it's going to be this week is lifting weights. What do you desire? What does your body desire? The coolest thing about this is if you ask you, the being, what you desire... I bet that 90% of us, 10% who are maybe sociopaths by their sheer being in nature, maybe wouldn't feel this way. But I'd say that 90% of us who are on the planet actually care about the planet, actually care about people. When you truly ask them the being, what they desire, it's going to be something to the effect energetically of expansion, joy, ease, glory play, laughter, all those kinds of energies when you truly ask the beings. Now, when you ask the bodies, the bodies are going to be like romping, food, sex, travel. So be clear. Is it 
what do you desire or what does your body desire? Because a lot of the desires that you might have been asking for are are things that you're, you, the being, are just like, hey, you might be like, hey, universe, what I really want is blah, blah, blah. And the universe is like, yeah, you've already got that. And But if you're like, you know, it's like, hey, universe, what I really desire is um, to be uh, amazing, have an amazing life. And the universe is like, hey, cool, you have an amazing life. But what you're really truly desiring is something that would be more for your body, like, Oh, universe, what I desire is a business that's got, um, you know, people coming to me for sessions. What I desire is, you know, what my body desires is to work on other bodies. What my body desires is fabulous food. What my body desires is to wear gems and jewels. What my body desires. Now, that's more like where you get clear on what you really want. Are there luxuries that you desire, that you desire for your body, that your body desires and that you think is you? But it's actually your body. So when you're really clear on what does your body desire, not you the being, you know, your being, truth, does your being long for anything? Is your being aware that there is no separation? Is your being aware that you know, you are a creator of magnitude that it and you are creators of magnitude. And you could actualize things in a split second if you didn't have all these limitations that you've bought as true and real. Oh, sweet body. So be clear on what it is that you want. And I say want in this context. For those of you who know me, I usually don't use that word. I say say it in this way to kind of reach the broader audience is want in so many words also means a lack. So what is it that you lack? Truly, does an infinite being lack anything? And what does your body, what would your body like? What would it like to add to it? Would it like some warmth, some clothes, some cuddles, some food, some loving, some pats on the head or bum or what would it like? So that that is like one of the ways to start. So I totally encourage you guys to play with that. And I'm going to go to break. And when we come back, if any of you guys have, would like to call in, if you have questions, if you'd like to chat about it, if you'd like to add to this, we do have call-in numbers. Um, join us in the chat room online if you like. You can go to FM and go to the chat room. You can call in the United States at 1-815-880-8255 and in Canada at 1-613-887-36. I'd love to hear from you guys. And when we come back from break, there'll be more tips and tools on how to ask for what you really want. Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. Would you be willing to explore what has already been introduced as sexual practices on this planet? What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation. By tuning into The Pleasure Zone radio show, with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. 
Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on A2Zen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call us in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255-TALK or Canada 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at A2Zen.fm. You can also make the choice to ask for comment by email by sending to Melitza at MelitzaYelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to The Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Milica Jelanić, and tonight the topic is how to ask for what you really want. So we've talked about a few things like being clear on what you desire and what you'd like and being clear on whether it's you the being or you the body. And then really asking truth, is that truly what I desire? Because sometimes you might have concluded that you, you know, or you've bought this fantasy ideal, so you think that's what you'd like. And then when you really comes down to it, it's not at all what you'd like. So please do really like get clear on all of that. So uh, one of the things I was playing with in my mind during break, it kind of like is left and then come back and then left and come back. Um, so one of them is that there is this... Uh, Think about so when I was thinking about so asking and then whether we can have uh, you know receiving no's and receiving yeses too is something like that a lot of people are just having a hard time with. So when they've asked the universe or they've asked somebody for something and they get a yes, now it's like now what do I do with it? Especially if you've had the expectation that you're going to be rejected. So I wonder too how many of you are not even willing to ask. Not because you've decided there's a quota. You can only ask for so many things in a day. You know, we've been told that too. You know, a lot of us, it's like, ah, you ask for too many things. Ah, stop it. Um, at least I was told that as a kid. Um, so if you've decided or concluded or judged that you have asked for too many things already and that you just can't be asking for more things, you know, how about if you just destroy and uncreate all that nonsense? Because, and what do I mean by that? So for those of you who are totally new, it's like if if you have a belief that isn't working for you, say the belief that, you know, you, um, you've decided or concluded that you're going to be rejected. So, and whatever you ask for, you're never going to get. So if you've already decided and concluded that and you choose to destroy and uncreate 
all the limiting beliefs that you have that are holding that in place, you can actually create a completely different thought pattern. It's really that easy. How do you do it? So there are these magical tools from Access Consciousness, and one of them is called The Clearing Statement. You can look it up on theclearingstatement.com. And the the one thing is that if you are having um, this projection or expectation that you are going to be rejected, then start with all the places that I've already decided, concluded, judged, and computed, expected, projected, separated myself from, and judged that I cannot, never will have, never can have anything I desire in life, I now destroy and uncreate all of that times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, pock, pot, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyonds. So where have you also decided, concluded, judged, and computed that as if you have to be worthy, that you're not worthy to receive any of these things, as if you have to work harder, you know, you have to be a certain quality personality to have the love relationship you desire, or that you are that and that nobody else is good enough for you. So wherever that nonsense is in your life, just try and uncreate all that times a godzillion, right, wrong, good, bad, pock, bottle, nine, shorts, boys and beyonds. So you may have created yourself as untouchable, unattainable, unreachable in a way that you've you know, decided that you are far superior than anybody else. Um, you may have decided, concluded, in in your lack of um, self-acknowledgement, and this is going to sound backwards, but in not acknowledging your capacities um, or in somehow putting them down, it's, it can actually turn into and flip it around into a superiority thing where you're like, yeah, I don't know if I'm good enough. But then what you're really looking for unconsciously is for everybody to go, no, you're amazing at what you do. But if you've actually already acknowledged it when they say it to you, you're like, cool, thanks. Thank you. I appreciate that. But when you're playing the game of, I'm so pathetic, I can't, I just can't do any of this, I'm not that great, or whatever, when you're playing those kind of games, then you are in a way looking to have people um, look up to you, uh, compliment you, make you feel better. And, and it's a way of controlling people. So in a really backwards way, it's a bit of a superiority thing. So, wow, that was a roundabout. But if you are happening to be doing that and you think you're better than anything or anyone, uh, it's really hard to invite them into your life or have them show up So or have anything show up. So if if you're somehow better than, say, you run your own business and you think you're somehow better than the people coming to you in your business, it's not going to be that big of an invitation for them to show up. So you may have information, they may have information, and where can you co-create together? So uh, I actually, there's a I say that because there's a woman in my uh, little town who owns like a little tiny store. Um, it's like a convenience store. And when you walk in, she she throws daggers at you energetically. Um, and we've seen her in the street randomly. And for anywhere you see her, she's, she's just like really um, not 
not happy to be around people or something. I don't really know what's going on with her, but she really doesn't invite people into her business. She's she's decided that everybody is a thief. No matter what you come in, you're automatically, what are you doing? What are you stealing? <laughs> she's decided and concluded, which is a huge thing that is not an invitation. I use her as an example because it's extreme, but where are any of us being that... Um, conclusion, expectation, projection, and judgment um, to an energy that's showing up in our lives that would like us to receive it. And we're just like, oh, no, no, not that. Um, so really pull your barriers down and be willing to receive everything without a point of view. So when we start to put these stinking points of view in place, I call them stinking because they smell bad. They energetically smell like rot. So that's why I say they're stinking. Um, so if you are finding that you are like, well, nothing's showing up the way I'd like it to, start to ask, do you have any projections, expectations, judgments, rejections, and separations about how it should show up? You know, in receiving anything and how to ask for what you would like, if you've already decided there's no way it's going to happen, you just created that as your reality, my friend. So until you change that point of view and allow yourself to see something differently, you will continually create that as your reality. So there is a question in the chat room. Um, and so, and the question was to discuss more about using, if you could say more about using want and desire. Um Cool. So, yeah, Safia, we have a few minutes left. If you want to speak live, we can chat about that for sure. Because want and desire are different, but a lot of people think that they're the same, right? So, yes, if we can make her live, that's great. Hello. Hi, Safia. How are you? Uh, I'm great, thank you. How are you? <laughs> I'm great. This is my friend Safia yeah. from England. It's like <laughs> one o'clock in the morning or something. Thank you for joining me. No, I love that free. I like wake you up with my calls. <laughs> it's so funny. I haven't been to sleep yet. I think that's a thing because I think I'm programmed to listen to your calls at the moment because my body's desiring them and my being's desiring them. So yeah, it's like maybe you can't sleep yet because something's going on. Oh, and then I just saw your Facebook. I was like, okay, let's get on this. Yeah, because this awesome. the, like. I have this, you know, because Gary talks about want and then it's like it's like lacking and then we talk about desire and it just gets me confused. It's like I, yeah, I get right. myself frozen. It's like really give myself, like, you know, I don't know if you've seen this mannequin challenge, challenge where you just freeze yourself. He's like, right. you can't freak out what to do. Like, what, what do you do? And you've got in your head, like, a tennis thing going on about it. And you're like, instead of just being with the energy of it. So it just, um, yeah. and I just by listening to you, I became aware of that I've been doing that. And that's what I've been sort of sticking myself. So anything that we could change on that or, you know, discuss on it would be great. Because I think there's a little, well, awesome. yeah. And what, so, if, what if none of those words are accurate, right? So... <laughs> These are the words we're using in this reality. We're using want, we're using desire. And then, and we're placing a lot of, um, for those of you who aren't in access consciousness, you may not be doing what we're doing with the word want. Um, But 
but we tend to look at a lot of words with access consciousness. One of them is want, which Gary Douglas talks about that. And, and I have looked it up, and there are multiple meanings of the word want yes. um, that do mean lack. And so what if neither of those words is totally accurate for what we're talking about? And what if we actually don't have a language for it and we're limiting all of our receiving by trying to define it using language rather than energy? What if it's like a nonverbal communication that we could use that would actually allow us to receive everything that that we've been that we've actually been trying to have show up? Yeah, so, that's yeah, that's really like my whole body just it's like something just yeah. lifted off me. Really, I don't awesome. know. Oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe like ten thousand years ago, that word existed on the planet. Maybe it's somewhere in in you know Sanskrit or something. Maybe it's one of the very yeah. first languages, and we are not utilizing it. And maybe it's not verbal at all. Like, what if some of original man on this planet did not have language for that, and they had an energy for it, and it just worked? Well, like that, my body's fizzing with that one. Me like too. One. What energy yeah. can we be to be that energy? Yeah. That is the energy yeah. that is receiving of everything. Um, where, yes, yeah, there is no separation. What is that energy? Whatever that energy is without words, let's be that and allow that uh, to show up with like like a massive amount of, uh, I want to say force, because I feel like it, it's force in a way that's fun. It's like being you know, shot down by water and you just feel like yeah. you're like a kid being sprayed and you're like, woohoo, that's fun. I just got shot with a lot yeah. of water. But it feels like powerful, right? So It is, yeah. Very, yeah. Intensity, that's quite nice. Yeah. I mean, for me, it feels like, for me, it's like air around me, in a, a, like a cold air sort of fizzing and popping at the minute. Yeah, that's fun. I like that. That's wow, awesome. yeah, that's me. Yeah, wow. I wonder where else we're doing just... that. <laughs> Fuck. I know. Sorry, now I'm going to swear. <laughs> like, where else are we limiting our lives with language? I know. I What's think like, for me, <laughs> yeah, language is, yeah, I mean, language is a big thing, and I've always been aware of it, and the more active class I do, and, and especially doing Danielle's class, the right body for you with the language and things, when she was doing the facilitator, it was just like, yeah. even more, it just made like it's opened like a TARDIS, <laughs> a Doctor Who TARDIS, and it's just like, ooh, okay. But I, I, but I, it's because I've become aware when people say it, I'm jumping at, I'm like, you know, as though I've got them by the throat, I'm like, don't use that word! <laughs> I but know, you like correct people. Yeah, 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 you're killing yourself with the word want. Okay, but we're, we may actually be killing ourselves with the word desire, too, for all we know. Like, we may be limiting it. Yeah. It's, I never thought Funny, that. My niece, since I got married, I have a niece who's um, nonverbal autistic. Well, at least that's yeah. the label they give her. And she's fucking brilliant. Like, on the weekend, I saw her. And the intensity for which she, like, chooses things, I guess this is how I can yeah. describe it. She has an intensity of choice. And, like, if there's a carrot on the table and her body's choosing it, she literally lunges at it. Like, and I'm like, God damn it, that's how I feel. I feel like lunging yeah. at things. And it's so-called inappropriate, right? So, you know, well, do you yeah, get that we have this intensity? Yeah. yeah, we have got an intensity of, like, choosing and we're like, yes! Um, and yet, and our bodies will feel compelled towards us. And yet, this yeah. is so un 
that that is considered an issue, right? So like, what the heck? I love watching her be on the planet because the things that she chooses, she chooses fully, completely, and her body's totally involved. Um, and and like to get you know her from like falling on her face to get a carrot, it takes like five adults to stop this kid from like like just taking over over the space. We're like, we'll get you the carrot, just don't smash your face. So it's amazing. She's like. Yeah, that's great. So, however, well we've done that, should, would and been that, should we uncreate and destroy that? Do you think? Yeah, and everywhere like that we're, we're not, not allowing ourselves. That? Yeah, yeah that's it. Intensity of choice. So every yeah, everywhere we're yeah, not allowing wow. ourselves. Oh intensity God. of choice. Something, to try and uncreate all that. God, something in my brain just pops or just mine like, too. Thank you that. for like calling wow. in that because that's. Freaking awesome! I love that. Because I, yeah. I tried to go on it like the other way. That, well, I, online it just wouldn't play, and I thought, okay, so you want to? So I pressed Skype. I rang earlier, and I was like, oh god! And then I thought, oh, I can listen to it, um, <laughs> and that, and then Casey came on and asked questions. You want to go? And I'm like, yeah, why not? Because <laughs> this is bothering me. And I'm like, obviously, yeah. But yeah, wow! It is because I do work. I've worked with uh, kids that we call X Men as well. That I've done. I ever get communion with the way they did they, they when you allow them to be the space and let them choose yeah. it's amazing it is yeah. and it's just like why we acknowledge that for them and we don't do it for ourselves no cuz we're adorable we're just like wow they're magic no we're not no they're just yeah. they don't have any filters right all their barriers are fully yeah. down and we're like we watch them and we even throw barriers up like oh that would be embarrassing if i threw myself at a carrot i got to put my barriers up like <laughs> we'll we're so adorable yeah. i do I have my moment to see all of us just like choose that intensely like yeah, what would we create on the planet yeah, every time I do have my crazy moment like that. And my oh, I love it. it. <laughs> you can just naughty to you. And and I do. And the good thing about being a teacher, you get to do it in class with the kids. That's all right. Yeah. 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 It's just like do that with the kids and let them choose, and they love it. Just giving them that space. Actually, I do do that. I do. I do it around kids as well, mostly because it gives them that space. And awesome. and just to be because it's like they don't get that. We have about you know we have like five seconds left of the show. I want to thank you, Safia, okay. and join oh, yeah. me next week. I'd love to have you oh, on well, again. Okay. <laughs> okay, cool. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for choosing to listen to the Pleasure Zone. Melissa Yelenich will return next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. We hope you'll join us. Until then. Have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on and tuned in to your body.